You're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our first guest and first topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to be talking about switching gears and, and switching careers and uh, how to have your best career yet. And uh, to talk about this, I'm super delighted to be joined on the program by executive coach Shirley Adrain, who's the founder and the CEO of Career Catalyst Group. Welcome to the program, Shirley, and thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Noreen. It's great to be here. We are on Facebook Live as well. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Shirley there um, as well. And feel free to drop us um, a note there and, and maybe you can put your questions directly to Shirley. Um, so first of all, Shirley, you know, 2020 has really been a pivotal year um, for, for many in their career. Now, for many, it's been sort of adjusting to a new way to work, whether it's working remotely um, at home to, to many virtual meetings and for some, it's really about um, finding a new career. Maybe they've lost their jobs or maybe some of them just want to start a new business altogether. Uh, what, what's your assessment of the year 2020 uh, so far? Yes, I mean, it's been such a long year already and we're only in July. And I think, you know, everybody's careers have been impacted because we've had to walk in a different way. We've had this huge walking from home experiment, which was never something we'd expected in Hong Kong. Um, we've had to deal with, you know, dealing with our families at home, which has been quite a challenge. I've certainly drunk a lot of wine this year. <laughs> um, and, you, you know, we, we've had to reassess what works best for us, you know, because often we thought, oh, it'd be great to work from home. You know, it'd be great that to flex for working. of working yeah. from home. <laughs> but then when you actually do it, you find that actually it's much easier for me to be in the office, being more, more focused. So, so really, I think most people have taken a lot of learnings from this year. And it's been quite stressful, and I mean, it still is, not knowing whether your company's going to do redundancies, you know, and then worrying about money. So it's, there's, there's a lot of stresses this year. So hopefully we can talk about a few things today that will help people, you know, be, look forward more positively to the rest of the year. Absolutely. I think part of it is also, uh, I mean, in life, it's really about finding something that you really, really love doing yeah. and something you're really, really good at. But it's it sounds easy, but it's actually not easy to do so, to find something that that can fit both bills yeah um, what do you tell your clients when it comes to you know finding a new career or if they tell you I'm looking to switch careers mm -hmm. um, and they give you some reasons what mm -hmm. are some good reasons to switch careers um, I think if you if you're not enjoying it at all and it's not playing to your strengths um, that then it's a good idea to, to switch but we do I do spend a bit of time working with my clients to really understand you know what are these reasons because sometimes it's a new manager coming in that's maybe making them feel underconfident and doubt their abilities and if that's the case we can work on that and we can work on you know getting them positive again and focusing on their strengths um, a, a lot of the strategies I do give them are around understanding your strengths understanding the value you add at work so for example um if they haven't no idea about that then there's, there's a great thing called Clifton Strengths um, and that's a that's a, a tool that you can use online it's a free tool that will let you um, understand what your key strengths are and you can also ask people as well and then once you know that 
then you can have a look at what you want to do next. Um, and at the moment, it's, it's amazing. There's such great free skills training that's being offered that we, we had to pay a lot of money for in the past. So I really recommend people take advantage of that. For example, Microsoft has just announced free skills training linked to the, the roles that most people are recruiting for. So, so you know, some, that's some really great opportunities to move into fields that you may not have been in before. Um, one thing I also talk to people about, if they've had a really long career break, and, and I work with some people who've had like a 10-year career break, wow, and they years. say, you know, how can I get back in? Um, and so, it can be quite, it can be very daunting. Yeah, you very know, daunting. Because you feel like, oh, have I lost that momentum? Yeah. But maybe it's like riding a bike yeah. and you, you can get back onto that yes. career ladder. And, and that's what I hear. I know someone I work with in the insurance industry, she took a 10-year break. And she got back in, you know, we introduced her to people. She started feeling comfortable again that, that hadn't changed that much. And she said it was as if she'd only had two weeks out. So, you know, and, and she spent all this time thinking I need to do something with a lot less money, something not, you know, I've not trained for. So actually, it's, it's amazing that you can get back in. Um, I, I took a two and a half year break and, and it was it's as if I'd been away for a week. So, you know, it's, it's definitely much easier than you think it is. Um, well, one thing I also recommend is, is skilled volunteering. So if you want to, to get into a new role, do some volunteering. And there's some great companies here like Local Motion that you can do some volunteering for them. And another way that not so many people do here and is really quite big in the US is volunteering for startups. Now in Hong Kong, there's thousands of startup roles and you can find them on that um, W Hub, etc. And you know, if you find a company that's doing something that, that you find really exciting and you want to move into a new role, then volunteer to spend a few hours working for them. And then based on that, you know, they might offer you a full-time role or at least they're going to give you a reference in your area of expertise. Mm. So that kind of, you know, skilled volunteering can make a big difference. So it's really thinking about what, you know, what's, what's right for you and what's available. Yeah. Um, what about finding something that you truly enjoy? You know, I think sometimes it's, mm -hmm. it's finding that purpose and yeah. finding um, a, a career or a job that you truly don't mind working the long hours for and not many people are able to find that many people are in a, a, a good job so they say you know it pays the bills yeah. maybe beyond it gives them it offers them a comfortable lifestyle but it's not really what they want to do mm -hmm. do you get clients who talk about that yes and i think it is so key to find your purpose i mean so many studies have been done that have shown that you know you're going to be so much more satisfied if, if you you know really think about your job as you know your purpose and not just you know something that you do and this can be in any field you know you don't have to be uh, you know a senior leader to have a purpose i mean i read a story recently about a janitor in a hospital yes that yeah, came to yeah. my mind yes, you know please, yes. who said that you know he had his purpose because he was basically making the hospital clean so that you know he will help people get better and and you know studies have been done that people who have that purpose they live longer they have happier lives they have less illnesses so really being key in your purpose can make a big difference so you know how can you actually find it? i mean i recommend a couple of ways for people to find their purpose and that's first of all to reflect on their work and their life and you know what do they enjoy most what what really sparks them and gives them that vitality um 
and, and you look back and you can see what these things are. Also, you can, you I mean, you can ask other people too, but really you, you know yourself, if you look back in a period of time and say, what specific things did I love doing? What did I get the most out of? And mm. if people really struggle, um, I recommend you kind of look in the mirror and see what's reflected on you. So, you know, so for example, you know, we should all be positive and, and have positivity reflects back, but we can also look at people that we think are really impressive um, and, and people we work with or famous people and say, you know, because often that is actually the people we admire, they, they serve as a mirror of our own best self and our aspirations. And they really they, they really own whatever they're yes. doing and you, it, it is reflected in, yeah. in their presence and they really enjoy what they do. Yes. Yeah. So, so thinking about who, who you really admire and what you admire about them, they don't need to be perfect, but if, if you just can spend some time working that out and having that, that clarity of your purpose then you know it will really make a difference to your work and your life yeah i think also um the imp part of the important thing is also you have this you feel it in your gut if you want to yeah. switch careers yeah. you probably lie in bed you know tossing and turning yeah. and and thinking this i'm not in the right career i need to switch yeah. jobs is that also a good indication of it's time to move on from your current role or current career yeah and i think it's definitely time to do a bit more introspection if you've got that gut feeling and that's where working with a coach can help i mean i was working with somebody last week and she think that was the exact thing she said she was talking about two roles and she couldn't decide what to do and we looked through them both and she said actually you know what i'm feeling in my gut that this one is not a good option for me she wasn't feeling comfortable when she met the hiring manager whereas the other one she was really enjoying and she could see how she could succeed there so um i think your gut is something you should listen to yeah um shirley you mentioned a really interesting point just now you know sometimes when you have um a a, a bad boss or something it can make people want to switch careers yeah. but actually that's a short-term pain and that's yes. not actually a good reason um mm. to, to switch careers yes. at all and people tend to leave bosses exactly. they, they don't leave the company because of the culture of the company they leave because of the bosses exactly. and, and, and and you know that's where having a great support team can really help you um and, and you know if, if you've got some really good sponsors mentors people that you can talk to within the company or externally then you can you know you can make an internal move rather than leave um, because that's what costs companies a huge amount of money if they've not set up support systems for their employees and then their employees leave that's that's often why you see high potential employees leaving yeah. um, and and it's such a waste because yes. you know so much investment yeah. has gone into training that person to that yeah. position. So maybe let's also talk a little bit about the well-being of people yeah. um, in in the workplace because that's often um, or that's sometimes overlooked yes. by by companies. Yeah. You know, th they're worker bees. Yes. <laughs> you're here to, um, to do to do your job, and that's about it. But yeah. how important is it for companies to look after the well-being um, of I employees? Yeah, I think it's really important. One thing I've really noticed this year is that it's one of the first things that corporate leaders say to me when they meet me, they talk about the importance of well-being at work. Now, this is something that was never top of their agenda. It was a nice to have. It said, oh, yes, we have an employee assistance program, so we're fine. We deal with well-being of the employees, even if nobody took up that employee yeah. assistance program. So, But now I think they're realising that, you know, for themselves, they've been struggling with well-being and they're seeing it in their teams. And, and the last thing you want is, you know, to lose half of your team because they're not feeling comfortable in their role, um, because they're not feeling connected, which is the, the real struggle of doing Zoom calls 
calls or you know yeah. not, not having that face-to-face interaction yeah what about that shift what about this shift that we've seen this year where a lot of the meetings have been virtual mm-hmm. and people have been working remotely uh, from their home mm-hmm. uh, sort of what impact does that have on the mentality of employees are people feeling like they can actually work from home and that that's a new way of working mm-hmm. and there's no need to work from the office yeah there's being good this everybody's different and that i mean in some companies it's very hard to to be working from home but in others where they've been told it wasn't possible they've they've proven that it is possible there's there's a clear business case Mm. now um but i think you know the corporates are going to really survive are ones that spend a lot of time focusing on these interactions make sure there's enough face-to-face communication make sure that there's you know the, the culture of the company is still working because if somebody's staying at home all the time that they can really feel apart from the company so there's been studies done um you know over the last few years where it's not been successful so i think there's a lot of learnings for corporates now and individuals you know it sounds like a great idea but there's a lot to walk through to make it successful yeah i think sometimes what holds people back is that they feel like they don't have the skill sets to to switch careers Mm -hmm. so if people are looking to switch gears and to Mm -hmm. switch careers how can they add value to themselves where can they learn new skills or or actually feel that their skills are transferable mm-hmm. um, well there's a lot of online learning yes. yes so there's a lot of online learning that, that you can do here so there's a lot of you know, databases you know Udemy and LinkedIn learning that has a lot of opportunities um, and definitely asking for it and walk because you know investing in yourself you know you when you invest yourself and you push your career you know, you can take your career to places that you never thought possible. So it's so important to do that. And, and often we look back and we think, okay, I've just been focused on my role, exactly what I need to do for my role, and I've not actually thought about my career and how, how you know, how that impacts that. So, the, you know, the, if you're hiding your light and you're just focusing with your head down, you, you know, that's where you're going to struggle to to take charge of your career. And that's one thing that. I often talk to my sort of corporate clients when I do group trainings together. Well, you know, is you know, do you own your career or are you letting your employer manage it for you? Yeah. And often they think, oh well, I'm just doing my job, and I know they'll find me something else in a year's time, and then something else, and I'll get promoted. So they're just letting the, their employer manage it for them, which you know is not good in the current market. It's not good because skills are changing. It's not good because companies, you know, might be doing some redundancies soon. So you really have to take that ownership yourself yeah. and be in charge of your development and, and what you want from your career. And not just doing things that they tell you to do. I mean, that's important, but also show them that you can, you know, do something else and, and lead projects. Yes. And, yeah. and it's, you know, something, you know, yeah, I did early in my career where I was, um, I was doing a role that I didn't really like and then they decided that I was doing and had another role to do it was like a programming role and it was not my skill set and that's where I actually you know spoke to a previous manager mm-hmm. found a new role in the New York office and moved there and that was you know that was such a great experience for me but I had to ask for it if I just done what you know, the employer wanted me to do next, then, you know, I, w- I wouldn't have been successful because it you know, wasn't my skill set. And you got to move countries yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> went to New walk York. on the trading floor in New York, which was amazing. <laughs> if you don't ask, you don't get. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so before I let you go, Shirley, can we end on some tips? Mm-hmm. Perhaps some of our listeners are mm-hmm. thinking about making that leap, uh, switching careers mm-hmm. and really toying with that idea. What sorts of tips will you give uh, some of our listeners? Um, well, I think 
investing in yourself, so doing your training, um, look at what's already working in your life because you know that's what you're really good at and it's much better to focus on your strengths than, than to be dealing with your weaknesses. Um, don't hide your light, especially at the moment, because you know employers need to know what you're really good at, um, and they need to know what you've done in the past as well. Especially if they're doing restructuring, um, it's so important they they know all your skills and abilities. And don't settle, don't settle for second best. Um, you know, do, do what's right for you, like like I did with my New York experience. Also, imposter syndrome. People keep comparing themselves to others. It's and just, women especially. Yes, it's yes. so unhelpful. Yes. You know, you be the best version of yourself. I mean, the people that I know are the most successful really know their purpose and they're, they're resilient. And they know their strengths and, and they, they know where they want to go in their careers. And they're not comparing themselves to others. And finally, flipping key assumptions. So. Don't assume that you know you've forgotten your skills if you had a long career break. Don't assume that you, there isn't another role for you within your company. You know, don't assume that there aren't amazing vacancies out there that you can go for. That, that there's you know work with someone and get that support um, because the, the, I think there's some amazing opportunities this year, um, and, and we just have to really you know follow a plan to get there. Yes, you're so positive, Shirley. <laughs> can you uh, let our audience know, uh, have you got a website or a Facebook page? Where can people find out yeah. more about you and your work? Uh, well, my website is um, Career Catalyst Group, and that's where I work with corporates. I also have another website, which is Back to Work Hong Kong, and that's where I help people uh, get back to work after a long career break. Um, so I run programs for that. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, uh, Shirley. And that's uh, Shirley Adrain, who's an executive coach and the founder and the CEO of Career Catalyst Group and also Back to Work. And I look forward to having you back on the program next time. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you very much, Noreen. Thank, thank you. you.